Hello everyone, my name is Lucy. I'm Emilio. And you're listening to the Long Distance Podcast. The podcast about long distance relationship and how to deal with them. First of all, how are you doing today, Emilio? Uh, very good. It's Monday. Um, here in Bordeaux, it's sunny. It's, it's not hot, but it's sunny. So, so well, it's raining here in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! What a surprise! <laughs> What's your update for the podcast? What have you been doing over the past week? Um, to be honest, it's been quite a lazy week. I would say. Um, I've read a lot, but I've also gone back into gaming lately. So, mm-hmm. yes, taken a little bit of my time, I'd say. Um, and uh, you do have a bigger update, what you're trying to do today. Oh, I'm trying to pass my driving license. So, Woohoo! Which is day. possibly <laughs> the best gift Emilio could ever give me because I hate driving. So if he can have the test... Yeah. That saves me a lot of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, <laughs> no, what has been on your plate uh, last week? Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I, I set up an email. Mm-hmm. And it was originally to chat with subscribers. But then um, my channel started growing really quickly. So I made it a business email, which is really funny to say. And I've actually been flooded with emails over the past week. I didn't realize so many people would be reaching out so quickly. And I'm honestly about to set one of those automated mails like Lucy's email is very busy right now. She'll get back to you in three to five days (laughs) because I hate responding to emails. I love receiving them. I love reading them, but I never click reply. And I've already had maybe three or four people say to me, um, like, hey, just checking up again. Like, they've re-emailed me because I've taken so long to respond. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to have to work on that. But other than that, everything's good. YouTube channel's going well. Yeah, uh, talking about the YouTube channel, what does it feel like to grow so fast in a very short period of time? Um, It's kind of scary. Scary. Only because you start to overthink everything you say because Mm -hmm. before when no one's watching you can be a bit more authentic Mm -hmm. but then when you you notice that people are actually starting to watch like I'm getting a couple thousand views on each video now Mm -hmm. I'm like oh what if I say this and it's someone takes it the wrong way you know you're trying to not offend anyone but you're trying to still be yourself so it's really hard to find a balance but it's really fun I'm so stoked (laughs) to have been given this luck to randomly blow up, at least in my retrospect, blow up. <laughs> oh, a yeah. couple of thousand views is a lot for me, so it's really uh, cool. It's it was uh, massive from my external perspective. I would say it's got, it's really really uh, surprising to see those those numbers, those comments, um, people sharing their stories, their perspective and stuff. So yeah, and yeah. Uh, what's it like? being the boyfriend of someone who's doing YouTube. Mm. Because Emilio isn't only my boyfriend, he's also assistant to the regional manager <laughs> on my channel. He has full access. He is my my lifeline, my support with the channel, mm. the person that's encouraged me to keep going. So you play a big role in the channel too. Well, 
I don't do I don't do much, but um, I think it's it's very interesting to be some somehow part of it by looking at the comments. We can talk about it uh, during the day when we uh, talk to each other, etc. And I feel like I I can somehow understand how you feel like as a YouTuber, even though I'm only seeing some parts of it. Yeah, because you're uh, kind of going for it too with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I could have just sat back and like not be part of it in any way. And that would have been completely different, I would say. But here, because mm -hmm. I I almost check it daily, like um, just to see what people say, if there are any criticism. And no, it's good. I, I, I quite like taking part in your uh, activity. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, on that note, checking it daily, mm -hmm. it's actually kind of addictive looking at the algorithm, which I wonder if anyone else who's small YouTuber what feels the same way, because mm -hmm. you know, like, you probably shouldn't be addicted to looking at your algorithm and yeah. your analytics, because on one hand, if it's good, you know, your ego is just going to go further off, but then if it's bad, your self-esteem is just going to plummet. So it's mm -hmm. kind of... Um, interesting to see how your natural human instinct is to be like oh what's everyone saying in the comments and like check mm. every single comment which is why i've navigated the majority of the comment section to Emilio so that i don't get stuck on it and it was really nice because this weekend i went out for the first time with my friends and on the friday and saturday i, I like barely checked it mm. because i had something to do with my day other than youtube you know i was like with my friends so I think it's really important to not check your phone when you're with your friends. So oh. I made sure to do that and it felt good to come home and be like, oh, I haven't been on YouTube the whole day. I haven't checked my analytics once. Mm -hmm. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it it's very surprising at first. So I would say it's natural to to check it quite frequently. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If you don't look at it for one or two days, it doesn't matter. Like, the channel st still goes. <laughs> yeah, people aren't going to be mad because I take two days to respond to a comment. <laughs> so Yeah. All right. Um, so, last well, week... Um, oh, sorry. Oh, you go. So, I want to say that um, last week, I presented the topic of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we thought it would be cool um, to have... Uh, to have you present today's podcast, this week's podcast? Absolutely. So this topic is a really interesting topic and I'm hoping that everyone else that's listening knows about the theme I'm talking about because I had to explain it to Emilio, but I thought this was a really big thing and I think if you don't know about what I'm going to discuss, you should really look into it past the podcast. Um, that's enough fluffing around the subject. Today's <laughs> episode is called what's your love language and I know that kind of sounds like a really cringy topic before you get into the surface of it but I think this started from someone's book and I'm very sorry to say I do not know the book but I will link it down below when I find it and this author created a website and they made a quiz because the truth is we all show love in different ways. Everyone's been brought up in a different household where their parents have shown them love in a different way. So it's only natural for them to therefore have a different love language. But there's five main ones. So we've got acts of service, which I mean, Emilia, what would you 
think is an act of service. Well, it's like doing... You, you would do something for your partner without him or her asking about it. So it would be, it would be doing something with a surprise. Like, I don't know, you watched, you, I wash the dishes before you come home. Uh, I make the bed. I don't know, like simple things. Um, yeah. Or and something I, that's big for me is a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, I don't know, I answer the YouTube comments. That's a, an act of service. That's an act of service. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Um, the next one is quality time, which I think is self-explanatory. You know, you actually spend time with your partner. And mm -hmm. I would like to think that every relationship has a part of this. Mm -hmm. Like you have at least a decent percentage under quality time. I think that's really important. The mm -hmm. next one is gifts. So it's all about maybe your partner really likes receiving gifts you know maybe they are materialistic in the best way possible or maybe they just like knowing that you're thinking about them and you see something and it reminds them of you mm -hmm. um the fourth one is physical touch i'm not going into depth with that you all know what we're talking about here but actually it can it can mean two things it can mean physical touch in the sense that you think i'm talking about but also holding hands Hugging, like being out in public and showing yeah. your affection, you know. Oh, what's that called when public display of affection, PDA? And uh, the last one is words of affirmation, telling your partner you love them, that you appreciate them, that they mean the world to you, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So the author of this book had categorized love languages into these five sections. And like I mentioned, there was a quiz mm -hmm. and we took the quiz yesterday. So Emilio, do you want to talk about the questions you saw and what your love language came out to be? Well, basically the test uh, is based on, I don't know, maybe 20 questions uh, regarding what's more meaningful to you. And you always have two options to select. Um, okay. And so at the end, at the end, you have a certain percentage uh, split over the, those five languages that the website uh, puts forward. Mm -hmm. So we both got quality time as the first um, first love language. Yeah. Um, the questions in the quiz are really repetitive as well. Like sometimes you yeah. get the same question twice, but I think the point is they're comparing it to different mm. ones. So you get I appreciate holding my partner's hand in public like four times, but it's because they're comparing it to the other languages to see what you prefer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was interesting to see. Um, so so I've had, you told me about this many, many times, but uh, I've never really uh, thought about it, like to be, to be fair. Because you see so many things on the internet, like uh, it's, it's a bit weird to, to search for love on on google like uh yeah that's a dark hole to go down into. like what's what's your sign what's your language who is your secret uh love etc mm -hmm. like at first when i popped on the website i thought it would be kind of bs <laughs> yeah and it's also very corny the website needs an updating in my opinion yeah. <laughs> not to like be mean to them but it it's very corny it's like Something from the 80s. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so but yeah, we both got quality time, mm -hmm. which we actually, ours were very similar. 
Yeah. Which I was really interested in. I didn't know if we were going to have the same one, but quality time makes sense. Yeah, it was by far the uh, the biggest language percentage. We, we, we have uh, in common. And it was very easy um, quality time. For example, you had qu- uh, answers that go went like, you just sit next to your partner, but nobody talks. Or you mm-hmm. you are in bed, but you don't necessarily do anything special. So it's just about being with the other. Um, yeah. More than... Being in their presence, not necessarily doing things together. Yeah. The quiz didn't, didn't tell you, oh, you're going on a six-month road trip with your partner. You're going to mm-hmm. uh, a big concert. Like, it wasn't something big or unusual. It was very simple. And I think... Was it last week where we said that uh, um, the most important things are usually boring things? Uh, yeah. And so I think it goes back to to that subject as well. Like uh, quality time can be boring but essential. <laughs> yeah, and when we were living together, for us, quality time didn't necessarily mean doing something together like mm-hmm. we've mentioned this before in another podcast sometimes we would sit in the other end of the room mm-hmm. and it was just comforting to know that they were there yeah. we didn't need to talk for hours we would just sit and do our own things but just knowing they were in the room was enough mm-hmm. it was like reassuring in a way yeah and um because the title of our show is called the long distance podcast i think it'd be really cool to talk about how these acts of service can work in a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. because the quiz completely ignores the fact that some couples might not physically be there together. Yeah. Uh, I guess you, you can have uh, many ideas when you are together physically regarding quality Mm -hmm. time, acts of service. Um, But when it comes to long distance, when it comes to long distance, it becomes the options get uh, thinner, I'd say. <laughs> like, yeah. you have less options immediately. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would say on on top of my uh, top of my head um, that acts of service could be sending a message or it could be, you know... Well, exactly what you do. Like, you help me out with my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be maybe... Sh- um, around a shared activity for example here we have both the youtube your youtube channel and the podcast i would say those are two um two ways to make acts of services for example we record the podcast you edit it i make the thumbnails but you you know we don't ask each other to do it 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 comes Mm -hmm. naturally um so maybe this is a a way to do uh acts of services um Mm -hmm because that's the only thing we can do at the moment mm-hmm, exactly think? and for um quality time we are going to make a specific podcast on this like how to spend time with your significant other when you're long distance mm-hmm. but just like going on an extension where you can watch a movie together at night time or even you could just have a call on the go and be like, okay, let's just read a book in silence, but have the call there. So we know, like the same thing that we would do in person, like, so we know they're on the other end. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk, just like to have you on call 
if you do want to talk would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Quality time is a hard one though because you both still have to live your own lives and when it's long distance it's a lot harder to spend quality time together. Mm -hmm. But I think we've done a pretty good job of it so far. Yeah. I think so far it's been it's been good. So we've been apart for three weeks now. Like Yeah, not long off a month. Yeah. And we and have we've found called ways every single to, night. Uh, to have quality time, um, to do activities together. And I think it's very important to get a little bit creative when it comes to long distance, especially. Like, you mm -hmm. have to have very low expectations on what you can do. And you know it's going to be hard, but you can still find ways to do things together. Um, yeah. And it Which can be true. very simple by such as discussing, having a little podcast, um, even mm -hmm. if you don't publish it. Like, it would be cool to... Um, Have a you know, private podcast. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you make yourself accountable f to the fact that every week you're going to sit down and have a discussion. And mm -hmm. immediately you start speaking with the other um, because you, you think, oh, this is a... This is a podcast. We need to talk, and we're gonna spend time together. So this might be a, a solution um, and a way to share your love language, let's say. Yeah, and um, whilst you're talking about like the discussion, there is an app. I downloaded it, but I didn't really use it. It's called Cappuccino, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I can link that down below as well. Gosh, I need to like make a reminder of the things I want to link. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a way for you to have a private podcast with your friends. And you can just like, I think it's meant to be like, oh, you have it with your morning cappuccino. So at like 9 a.m. you just update them on the day before and you just send it and then they respond and they tell you about your day. So it's mm. a kind of cool idea to like have a private podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because you can really take the time to think, okay, what can I talk about? Like what's what's changed since yesterday compared to when you just text and you're kind of like, yeah, hi. How are you? Like, it takes a mm -hmm. while to get into it, but when you're actually like podcasting, you have to make the effort. Yeah. And maybe these little acts are quality time. It doesn't have to be something massive. I think if you go back to the uh, habit building, like you need to, if you, if you say to yourself, I'm gonna do a one minute voice memo every morning to my partner and mm -hmm. it has to be something other than hello good morning how are you how has your day been you yeah. start you start taking it a bit more seriously because you want to actually do it and it could be one minute like what's one minute in a day um yeah and i think sometimes it's easier to send a voice memo than to text as well it's less yeah. effort you just hold the button and talk <laughs> Yeah, and you hear the other person's voice. It's much better than the text. Um, yeah, so in a long-distance relationship, it's definitely important to be calling and sending voice memos because you you can almost, like, forget the person is real when it's just mm -hmm. a text. But you hear their voice, and then you're like, oh, yeah, this is who I'm dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, would you say that um, it's important to define your love language in a, in a relationship? Oh, absolutely. I think um, we can definitely go into that in a, in a bit after we talk about the types of love languages. But mm -hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. So um, for, for gifts for the next section, 
Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to go What do you think? How do you do gifts? Um, yeah. Well, I guess with Amazon and e-commerce stuff, you can probably mm -hmm. send a little gift. Uh, I don't know, every month, a little thing. Yeah. And I mean, maybe you're not into gifts. Like, personally, yeah. I think when I did the quiz, I got like 3% for gifts. I'm not a gift giver. I'm not really <laughs> into receiving gifts. Like... I just want to go out for dinner with my partner like that's the kind of gift i would say rather than like i'll send me stuff from amazon i mean yeah. you obviously you'll appreciate a gift but yeah for me personally but as you said with amazon it's so easy to send your partner little gifts mm -hmm. especially in the long distance to just say hey like i was thinking about you today yeah so if you are into gifts I think there you go another so we were not into gifts um but a gift doesn't necessarily have to be something massive. Um, I remember the time that you sent me pictures uh, of us, like going um, to to Italy together and stuff. Like you know, you had printed them online and mm -hmm. you had sent them um, to 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 my place from a, a long distance relationship at the time. Yeah. And uh, it was very simple. Those are pictures. Like it's not. Uh, a watch or, I don't know, uh, or something special. But it means more than, I don't know, any physical item you can buy on Amazon because it's very personal and in in, in, a, in a certain sense, it reflects your your relationship. It's pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, reminders. For sure, actually, that's such a good example, sending mm -hmm. pictures. Yeah, yeah. Nice, I like that. Now we're, we're moving on to the, the hard one for long distance, physical touch. I mean, the physical part is completely unavoidable. You, you can't do it in oh, a long can. distance, <laughs> can you? There's not really any way about that. So if, you are, mm -hmm. if your love language is physical touch, I'm sorry. It's going to be tough for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have any... Like, there's nothing you can do. That, that's probably why long distance... Um, might be at first, for everyone yeah, yeah yeah because if you really need the physical um presence of your partner like i think it might be so hard like maybe harder than um usual for for a relationship yeah mm -hmm. and obviously these are these are percentages you should get given so like yeah physical stuff physical, physical touch might be high up but it's not mm. the highest but it can still really affect you so I think you just have to move on to the other four mm -hmm. of languages and think, okay, how else can we keep this going? Like, how yeah, else can yeah. we get through it than that? Which a good example is the last one, words of affirmation. That's easy in mm -hmm. a long distance, you know, with all these messaging services. Mm -hmm. You just have to send a text or give them a call and say, hey, I appreciate you. And I think that's really important. Yeah, it's those daily reminders that the other is actually thinking about you and yeah i think you shouldn't be like you shouldn't send an essay about affirmation every time like just a little word like uh i care about you think about you appreciate you like those simple three words i appreciate you yeah three <laughs> um mm -hmm. can mean a, can mean a lot if they are actually meant so Keeping, I would say personally, keeping things simple is the best way to express um, one's love. 
Yeah, you don't yeah, need to like be... you don't need to send them 50 paragraphs to express <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. your love. Sometimes three words is enough. <laughs> mm, exactly. But it's the reminder that it's important because I would say mm-hmm. even even more in the long distance, maybe you tend to forget or maybe to take for granted the other person. Um, yeah, because they're not physically there to remind you that they exist. Yeah. So you can easily not forget about them, but forget about them for a moment. Yeah, so it's. I think it's important to keep in touch with those uh, aspects. Yeah, which um, now I'd like to move back to the question you asked earlier. Mm-hmm. If you think it's important to know your love language yourself and your partners. So mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on that? Well, to be honest, um, I would have never thought about um, like expressing my language, let's say, my love language, with you. Because mm-hmm. uh, in my point of view, it's something that usually is very natural if the one is receptive to what you do. And you're, and if you're very self-aware, you know that the other person is doing something for you. So mm-hmm. um, you should realize it. But I think um, if the relationship is kind of not clear, there's a little fog into what's going on, you might sit down and say, hey, you know, I do this, this and that because that's my way of sharing my love. And so yeah, I would say if, if the other isn't really receptive receptive why not uh talking about this love language stuff and like trying to figure out what's my way of um yeah of sharing my feelings and i think mm-hmm. everyone has its own ways and you have a perfect example that i that is completely different from mine um yeah so what's your I take think, on the topic um, i think i would like to contrast your opinion and i agree in our case we didn't need to talk about it because yeah. it was very obvious like we were living together we enjoyed our company we enjoyed watching Gilmore Girls together for the first few months and like we've always had a TV show to watch together to have some quality time we've always like sat down and read together or just been in each other's presence so I think for us it was very obvious and also acts of service at the start of our relationship was very obvious like every day we would to make each other coffees and mm-hmm. we would make lunches and um say someone would go for a shower they would come back and the other person would have made them like a little snack and another coffee or tea and for us it was very obvious but from my experience like talking to my friends and stuff it's not been obvious mm-hmm. because they've had contrasting ones like for us we both had quality time as our number one so it made sense that the other was always receptive to what the person did because we had the same ones. But I have a lot of friends that have told me like, oh, well, my partner is really into gifts and I'm not a big gift giver or, you know, she she doesn't understand that I'm not one for words of affirmation. I'm not someone that says I love you 24 times a day, but it doesn't mean that I don't feel that way. Yeah. So I think if you end up like... If words of affirmation is yours, for example, and your partner isn't really receptive to it, you need to stop and think, it's not necessary because they don't love me. <laughs> we just have a different way of showing it. Mm. So I think if you do have different ones, um, 
you should have a conversation with your partner and say, hey, like personally, I don't really like receiving gifts. It's, it's not my thing. It's not how I show my love. So you're wasting your time with that one. <laughs> Instead, just send me a text to say I love you. <laughs> yeah, but um, what if the other person love language is actually gifting? You know, you can say to someone, your love language is bad. <laughs> it doesn't work with me. Um, yeah. Because that might be her or his way of sharing what he feels. And I would say Good point. In, in the example you made, it might be um, kind of frustrating to hear from your loved one that you don't like what he's doing <laughs> or I'm not yeah, receptive to what you say. So I don't know. There, there should be definitely, I agree with you, a discussion about um, what are my ways of sharing what I feel. And then mm-hmm. both both parties would uh, share the different language. But it, it doesn't have to be what's listed here. You can have different ways of sharing what you, what you feel about the other person. Which is what I wanted to move on to next. Mm. So do you think there's more than the five that we've mentioned so far? Mm. Um yeah maybe they they might go into the if you really think about it you might get into these categories at the end of the day if you were if you were to narrow it down to those five uh language but i would say we all have our ways of saying i love you and it can be as simple as making a coffee and or if you're really extravagant you want to have every time you receive a gift you want to receive i don't know uh an iphone a watch a car like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and i mean you can hate on people that that's that's how they express but yeah that's that's an interesting one as someone who had gifts at three percent mm-hmm. but there, i mean it's one of the five categories it must be a popular one so it's something to think about does your partner really appreciate gifts Mm-hmm. no matter how big or small but yeah i think there's definitely a lot more unspecified ways on this but like you said they probably do fall into those categories mm-hmm. like i was going to mention i genuinely think that my love language is making food for people <laughs> and experiencing food with people mm-hmm. i love going to a restaurant with my friends my family for with you mm-hmm. for example but i also love cooking meals for people and taking time like uh, in a non-relationship way um for mother's day this year i didn't get my mom a gift i went to the shops and bought stuff to make an afternoon tea from scratch yeah <laughs> like i sat and made the wraps i made the cakes i made like everything and that was my way of showing like i love you it wasn't oh you wanted a new lipstick here mm-hmm. you go like that was my personal way to show like oh I, i've spend time doing something i love then like here it is that you know that's mine mm-hmm. yeah so. and and after that you not only do you cook for the other person but you will eventually sit down with them eat with them maybe have a discussion so i think uh such like simple acts uh can have a much bigger impact because they can lead to something bigger than just this simple uh activity like cooking leads to yeah. to discussing, to sharing, to uh, having uh, quality time with the person. So 
uh, acts of service can lead to a quality time as well. Um, mm-hmm. And, but I think, as you said, it's very important to express your ways. And maybe if the other one, other one isn't receptive, like to say, that's my way of saying I love you. And if you reali- if you if you have realized it, uh, good. If you haven't, I'm telling you because it's yeah. important uh, to share those things because, as you said, they might not be um, what do you say um, obvious to the other. Yeah, and I think um, this is something that happens a lot in relationships. Like you see them say, "Oh, they don't appreciate me because." They don't say I love you every day or they don't do this. Mm-hmm. But if you sit and have the conversation with your partner, I would place a big bet on the fact they would say, yeah, but I do this instead. Like, and they may, may not even realize like that's their love language or what, since it might not be a popular thing, but they might be like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't say I love you every single day, but we spend so much time together. I help you out with your homework. Blah, blah, blah. Like, th- you, we spend quality time, so... It's definitely a conversation to have before you think they don't appreciate me. It's something mm-hmm. to think about. Maybe they just don't appreciate you in the same way. And I would even develop this idea that if you go to the person with the idea of um, analyzing their language, the love language, you should come from a place of improving, not... Uh, you shouldn't go to the person... Oh, you don't you don't take into account my ways of expressing my love. Like you shouldn't be from a place of hating or angerness. Let's say, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it might lead to something uh, bad. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. You just want to understand the other person's language. That's yeah. It. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. And I think I think this is a a topic that people don't talk about enough and you know whether it comes from the quiz or the mm-hmm. book that we're talking about I think it's still an important thing in a relationship to know how your partner says I love you mm-hmm. and using the free words you know did um one of our uh, viewer called uh, Elizabeth in the comments uh she commented on uh, both uh podcasts the first two podcasts mm-hmm. And she said that uh, last week, the most important thing was communication. And I think this is part of the communication um, that a a relationship uh, might need. Because if one person is speaking, but the other one isn't receptive, as far Mm -hmm. as love language is concerned, you you will eventually have an issue, probably. So communication comes down to also understanding the other's perspective and the way... The, uh, he or she shares uh, her feelings. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. It is part of the communication. And do you think do you think you need to have low expectations when it comes to the other uh, person regarding their love language? Mm-hmm. That's a big question. I don't know, like it depends how needy you are <laughs> to hear the words I love you or to, mm. to have a way of showing. I think if you're in a really stable relationship and it's really healthy, 
you don't necessarily need them to do something every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, since long distance, other than quality time at night, you know, we aren't, we don't have physical touch. We don't have gifts. We don't have acts of service because we, we can't really. So all we have is like the words we can text and call mm-hmm. and spending time at night. And we've been fine because we're pretty stable in the yeah. relationship. So it's not really low expectations. It's just we're comfortable where we are. And like, I know that you love me and you know I love you kind of thing. So maybe at the start, it's more important than as you go on. Obviously, you shouldn't just stop when you get comfortable <laughs> with someone. All this right, maybe finished. you just don't need it as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, um, like the images of like people who've been married for 40 years, like my partner doesn't love me. <laughs> like mm. They're just comfortable with each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? I think it's, you know, I think it's very important to know where, you, where you sit, let's say, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the situation of the relationship, if you are in the long distance, so you know, the limitations, let's say, um, yeah. But also coming back to last week's podcast, you know what you should avoid and you should what you should do. Um, so make sure you do you do those little things, even if you are in a stable and long, um, a long, long relationship, term. long long term relationship. Like I don't know, you've been together for ten years. You shouldn't necessarily stop doing those because once you get comfortable, you you forget the basics. Let's say the yeah. imp- the important. Uh, important basis you forget to say hey i love you just to remind you yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, i think in general and i think it's i mean i don't have any advice to say but um it's very important to have the um, simple things strongly established because those are the one the most that are the most important mm-hmm. yeah i would say so I agree. So in essence, what we're saying in this podcast is think about how people show love. And it doesn't need to be a relationship. It can be your family members or friends. Like, oh, yeah, they might not have the same way of expressing their appreciation for you as you do to them. So, you know, maybe you get lucky like me and Emilio where you have the same one. So it just Mm. naturally happens. But there's a lot of chance that maybe you don't. And it doesn't mean they don't appreciate you. It just means they show it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you so, said yeah. it uh, perfectly. Um, thank you. Thank Thanks. you very much for wrapping up this podcast. <laughs> this fine podcast on a Monday morning. Yeah. Um, well, shall we f- um, finish off this week's podcast? Absolutely. But I have one quick question for mm-hmm. anyone who's made it this far. I'll pin a comment as well saying this. What would you guys like to hear from us? Do you have any podcast ideas? Mm -hmm. Maybe at one point we could do an advice session, a very unqualified advice session. (laughs) What would Lucy and Emilio do? (laughs) Yeah, we're not experts. We're just having fun. Mm. So yeah, if you have any things you want to see on the podcast, let us know down below. We would love to hear your thoughts. Yep. 100%. Um, For me, thank you very much for having listened to the podcast so far, if you made it. Uh, It's pretty crazy. 
um and thank you for everyone that has watched or subscribed to the channel it's uh, uh it's funny to think that people still still listen to these kind of things but uh yeah thank you very much thank you thank you very much nice I just disappeared. I don't know if you can see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept talking, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Great. Glad so, to hear it. it makes my editing job easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for watching and have a great week. We hope to see you next time. Yep. See you next week and bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Hello. Hello. I was just about to... It always like cuts off towards the end. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. How long has it been? Oh, 40 minutes? Whoa. Yeah, I'm putting the lip gloss back on. It's an addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> it feels good. Great. Good things discussed. Um, it's actually kind of hard to expand on it. You know, I think my summary <laughs> was pretty standard. <laughs> it may not yeah. needed the huge expansion, but I wanted to talk about it in the podcast because I don't think, if you didn't know, well, this whole five love languages was then there's probably a good pe good few people out there that also don't and it could fix a relationship you never know mm -hmm. yeah um it's you know it's something that f for some people might be a very natural like us but um maybe if you try to get a better understanding on how the relationship works like it might be a good way to um to like actually ident identify those aspects so i think it's a yeah it's it's a valuable discussion to have um and it could be it could benefit someone like you never know yeah also i think it doesn't surprise me that we have the same one mm -hmm. because um you know there's a lot of relationships out there where the person will say like i don't think you appreciate me yeah. and i don't think we've ever had that discussion mm. No, never. So we clearly just Probably show and like <laughs> appreciate each other in the same way, which is very lucky. That's really cool mm -hmm. to hear. Oh yeah, very, very lucky. Um, yeah, I s I skipped one bullet point. Uh, I for forgot. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get that we were talking about each five love languages. I was like, yeah, what do you <laughs> oh, think? And okay. you're like, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't sure how long the podcast was going to be. So if we were skipping, I was like, oh, this is going to end at like 20 minutes. So I was like, yeah. let's keep milking it, <laughs> keep mm. talking about it. Do you, do you think the, um, the discussion was nat naturally uh, moving? Um, yeah, maybe la less than the last podcast. Yeah. But the last podcast was one a really broad topic into a really interesting one that you can talk a lot about so with this one like i mean you want to stay on topic with mm -hmm. each podcast which can be hard to do if it's quite a small topic to yeah. discuss if that makes sense whereas like how to destroy a relationship was really easy because it was so broad mm -hmm. and you can go off on 50 different tangents so the conversation can go really naturally compared to this one where you kind of want to stay in the lane well, uh, I think personally, my favorite was last week. Um, ways of discussing because it's very, it's very natural because you don't necessarily have uh, borders, but you're still in a s certain subject. Like how to destroy a relationship was very specific. 
but yeah. we were, we were I mean, just flowing with the discussion like absolutely and i think we're gonna have podcasts in the future that are gonna feel like that mm. but we're also gonna have podcasts that feel like this yeah it's a good balance because it just depends on how broad the topic is yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree good point good point well anyway i think uh this podcast was was good and it's already the third nice. one it's already i know <laughs> that's really cool to hear um i bet any money my la my camera is gonna just naturally fall off in the next 10 seconds right so bye bye